Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Please be seated. Don't you just love it when a sermon series comes together unexpectedly? So last week, Simon preached from our Easter lesson, and the message was Jesus saying, Go, go, don't stand here worshiping me. Now go out into the world. And our readings this morning continue in that vein. So I had no option. Simon started a sermon series. We have the disciples first in the locked room, terrified. And they have good reason to be terrified. They have probably three good reasons to be terrified. One is that Jesus has been crucified. And yes, the women by now have told them that Jesus has risen, but you know, women, maybe they just made it up. They were just hoping. And so we haven't seen it ourselves. And then they also must have in the back of their mind that if Jesus has been resurrected, when he comes by, he's going to remember that we all ran away when he needed us. So we're in trouble there too. And then on the other hand, the Romans are saying Jesus did not rise. We simply stole his body so that people will think that he is resurrected. So they've got three good reasons to be afraid. And so they are in that room afraid and Jesus walks in. And Jesus says, peace be with you. He doesn't say, where were you? What happened to y'all when I needed you most? He says, peace be with you. And the peace that Jesus offers them is a peace that will send them out into the world. It isn't just that yelling of peace, peace, where there is no peace. It is a peace in your soul, in your spirit, in the knowledge of God's love that then propels you to go. And we see that they are indeed propelled to go because in our reading from Acts, Peter is out there in the marketplace where Jews have collected from all over the world proclaiming the good news of Jesus. So when Jesus breathed into them, he breathed a spirit of courage and commitment to God's story. He sent them out of that locked room into the world to proclaim Jesus died and resurrected. To proclaim and remind the people of the many miracles that Jesus had performed in his time with them. And how you all saw him. You all saw those miracles. You saw people being healed. You saw the hungry being fed. You saw Lazarus being raised from the dead. And yet you turned against him and allowed him to be crucified. But you know what? The Jesus 
that we speak of gave us a commandment, a new commandment, that we love one another. And so we stand in front of you as Jesus' disciples. Yes, we were locked away in an upper room afraid, but no, Jesus has breathed God's breath on us and we have no option but to stand and proclaim to you Christ resurrected and proclaim to you the gospel of the Lord that we have been called to let you know that Jesus has started a new thing in this world. And we are the disciples that Jesus speaks about to Thomas. The ones that Jesus said, blessed are those who will not see me and yet will believe. That's us. That's us. And we too have had God's breath breathed into us. We have been called into this communion in our baptism when we are splashed with water or dipped in water to symbolize our dying with Christ and being risen again with him. That as we are blessed in our baptism, as these two babies will be blessed today, God's spirit is breathed into us. And we are charged to go out into the world and proclaim the good news of God. And so I am brokenhearted when I see those described as Christians in the world, in the media, every time when they speak about Christians, they are talking of those who are spreading hate and division. That the Christians that are being uplifted are those who are homophobic, who are miscegenistic, who prey on hatred and division. And then we, maybe in our groups and in our families, we type, not all Christians, these aren't real Christians, but we aren't out in the marketplace saying this is what a Christian is. We are not out there proclaiming the good news of God's love for God's children. We are in the upper room quietly saying, no, they don't represent us. But how is the world to know that they do not represent us? Do you remember after 9-11, and when we had lots of incidents that 
were described as Muslim terrorists. And people would say, well, where are the good Muslims to tell us that this is not what Islam is about? Well, right now, the world is saying, where are the good Christians? Where are the ones who in their baptismal covenant say we will proclaim by word and example the good news of God? Where are the Christians who say we will seek to serve Christ in all persons, loving our neighbors as ourselves? Where are the Christians who will say we strive for justice and peace? among all people. We have had God's Spirit breathed into us. And that Spirit says, go. Go out into the world and proclaim my love. Not just in your words, not just among your friends, but in your actions. Show the world what it means to be courageous in God. Show the world that you have indeed had God's spirit of power and love breathed into you. So I ask that we pray. And my prayer is going to be a song. And y'all have heard me chant, so you know I can't do this on my own. Okay? So I am counting on you joining me in this prayer. So I ask you to take a position of reverence, whatever that is for you whether it is lifting your hands, bowing your head, kneeling, standing, and let us pray, breathe on me, breath of God. Breathe on me, breath of God. Fill me with life anew. Amen.